All right, I'll just I'll just roll. Oh, hey there! I didn't see you guys. Welcome back to Real Talk. It's your boy Goaty, aka Mullet Junior, the better mullet though. First of all, do us a favor. Hit us up on all of our socials at Real Talk WRT. So that's Real Talk with Rylan and Tate. Also, pause this video real quick, like, comment, subscribe. And the boys are dropping some merch here in the next week or two. So get ready because it's going to be absolutely fire. And uh, tonight we had two special guests on. One, of, Both of them are my old roommates, Buddy Floyd and Jack Gowan. Jack now plays for the Marlins. They both played baseball at UGA. Two studs. We talk everything from, I mean, spring break to World Series odds for people to win. Draft with guys at the Combine. I mean, just everything with absolutely awesome stories. Jack and Buddy are two awesome guys. So tune in for this episode. It's one of our best ones yet. Yeah, nice place. Awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like in their downtown, but I mean, their downtown's like I've never a street been. corner. I've heard about it. It's awesome. It was like what a couple places. There's four bars on each corner of the street. Like it's a four-way stop. There's a bar on each corner, so and it's a lot, it's it's kind of like a 38 vibe. Like everything's clean. It's like white wooden, like gotcha. LED lights. Gotcha. It's pretty cool. I'd like to go to school in Mississippi. It's really cool, dude. Seems like a good time. Flying in, I looked yeah, out the dude, window. I was like, yeah, I'd like it here. I'll tell you what, we had we went out there and we had a, we had a good time. There's just a whole lot of nothing. Whole lot of nothing. A couple golf courses in there. There's some good burger joints. The food out there is unbelievable. So I was more worried about like the hunting aspect of it. I mean, I'm sure you were, but they got a. Oh, he plays football too. I think he might play tennis. Uh, they call him Mule. He's a oh yeah, yeah. Actually, guy. yeah. So I actually got to like know him a little bit when I first got here because we were messaging about yeah. like playing both, whatever. So like when I went out there, I was like, give me some advice. He hit some what donkey bombs here. Dude, he hit the he, hardest ball I've ever seen. Him. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Well, it's because his swing is so long. Like when he connects. Oh yeah, like, but I mean like. Over. You're a football player, and you can play baseball. Like it's got to be hard going back and forth. And then he just comes out there, and after after a while, you run into one. I think he ran into one off Ben Harris, and it was probably a pretty good fastball too. Ninety six sent one fifteen <laughs> back like, the other way. Uh, hey, heads up, Dixie, watch out, Rankin. <laughs> yeah, like, but oh, that's man. what I was, I was talking about. The hunting aspect out there. His like first nil deal was like Hoyt yeah. or something. And he's on Instagram. He's like. Thanks to the guys down here at Hoyt for getting me fixed up with this RX4. And he's like, come in. and It's like an $1,100 bow. It's like, dang that's, that's the way to go. Should have went there. Me and Kate have been trying to get Rita to send the shotgun. Yeah, see, that's the kind of stuff, though. That's big-time stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm I want Daniel like to fence. A, a sticker for, for the back of my truck. Some bow shorts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm unlucky. Yeah. I didn't write anything on the board, did I? I totally forgot to write it. you want this? You look like a holding the mic kind of guy. I was thinking. What, hold on, what is that supposed to mean? I don't know, but you just look like you'd rather hold a mic. All right, let me. Uh, came prepared, but I didn't. I didn't write it down. Goaty's slacking. Listen, you haven't been here in like a month. I don't want to hear it. What are some of the? You just show up. This is that, this is. That y'all could get. Hold on, let's let's duel it. Let's duel this out. Don't crap on me for my preparation. You oh, just show, you show up and talk. Everybody's like, who are you having on this week? I'm like, I don't know. I'll just show up and talk. Yep, there it is. It's <laughs> all your personalities. I don't take back. All right, what were you saying? Sorry. You just talking about retail. Y'all have any other guys that have reached out? Uh, Dan Jackson has. Gunner has. We're, going, we're trying to get Blake Rice to help us. Have you met Blake? Who is that? I know that name. He, he TSS. Yeah, 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 yeah. Turkey guy. Yeah, we went and hunted with him last spring. 
Kay blew that thing up. Dude, they were rolling. He's done a great job. I, was talking about I remember when I first saw it, like I was like one of the first like four followers, and I followed it, and I was like, dang, that would be a great idea. Like I would love to help out with that when I could. And so I DM'd him, and he was like, yeah, for sure. Like, that would be awesome. Love to have you on. And then we were during baseball season, and I was like, it'll be stretched, but like I'm sure I could get an off day sometime. He texted me like ten times in a row. was like, can we go fish this? Can we go hunt that? And I just never could go. And I was like, yeah, I don't have the we're time for this. I didn't so think big. it was going to be that big. What's your What's your favorite memory of, of playing Georgia baseball? Like, give, give me your funniest, just strict getting tossed, losing it. Probably after Tony Losey doing something nuts, like something. I don't know. That freshman year team and the, the COVID year team, everything was fun. Like, just watching all those big-time guys play, sick. Dudes. Going to Mississippi State, even though we got swept. Like, I forgot about that. That's one of the only times we've ever gotten swept with a really good team. We go on the road Friday night, get beat like 22 to 6. And that team was stupid. It's man. like Friday night. It's like record-breaking attendance at the dude. It's like 16,000. Pause, pause real quick, dude. Going out there and seeing that stadium. Oh, It's unbelievable. Gosh. I was getting recruited when they were building that. It's unbelievable. Uh, I went when I was like 10. My brother went to a showcase there. But we go Friday night. It's like record-breaking attendance, like 16,000. There's like 15 apartments in left field. Yeah. And they go straight up. They all mm -hmm. have balconies. Every one of those is packed. So, like, I don't even know how many people are there. There's like grill sections. So, I mean, like all those in the outfield are packed. Like I said, we get beat like 22 to 6 or something, 4, whatever it was. And Jake Magnum, like, ties the hit record. That night, mm. everything's like, going on. Like wrong. his lead off at bat, he like ties the hit record, so there, it's crazy loud. And then Saturday, he leads the game off with a pop up straight behind first. Broke the attendance record on Saturday after breaking it on Friday, because we were like number three or number four, and they were number one or number two, I think. And so he pops the ball up uh, behind first, Pat Sullivan like backpedaling back, LJ coming over from second, Riley King coming in from right, Pat falls, trips into LJ, ball drops fair, Jake Magnum standing up on second, and he broke the record with that one. So they go nuts, banners fall off of like the outfield over the wall. It's like Magnum for mayor, 357 all-time like hits or whatever, and he rips the bag up out of the dirt, and he's like holding it up. Oh my God. And we're sitting there, and we're like, Dude, to open the game. We ran like four pitchers down to the bullpen immediately. He's like, go, 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 go. Oh, my gosh, dude. Pitched, that was the opening of is, that. Yeah, that was leadoff. That <laughs> is classic. And it's like he like gets to take the base. Like they give him the base. So he like jogs it to the dugout. They put a new base in. I mean, they gave him a standing ovation. His dad like, gets like panned up on the big board and stuff. Like it was wild. My freshman year. It was like my – fifth inning all year and with a record attendance yeah dude so it's like 17 to 5 or whatever at this time james williams just threw like 65 pitches in two innings and he comes down to the bullpen and he's like hey kid it's a lot of fun out here right have fun out here and i was like i'm sitting there and i was like it, just, it did not look fun at all I think I went in. I actually did two innings, 
I don't think I gave up a run, but I mean, I gave up some barrels that just got caught. And then I remember I come in and at like stadiums playing, I got friends in low places. Mm. And I like step off the back of the mound, I'm looking up and everybody's just standing up singing. Cause it's a party at this point. They're up by 15. Runs. They've been there for like four hours drinking. <laughs> I'm throwing. And I remember I got the third out and I almost just stayed on the mound. And then I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta get all this thing. <laughs> like I'm, I'm completely lost, like ground shaking. That place is nuts. Dude, that is awesome. I can't wait. So we're going back out in five weeks for, they call it like a dog day or whatever. So they have the spring football game, spring volleyball game. They play Ole Miss that evening in baseball, and they have uh, Brett Eldridge just doing a concert on the field after the game. It's going to be a blast. That'll be awesome. Yeah. Playing Ole Miss there, that'll be cool. It's going to be a blast. What about it's you, kind Brett? of Baton Rouge. If it had been when we went to LSU, it was a pop-up story. We, mm -hmm. uh, I was playing third, Josh McAllister was at short, and Corey Acton was at uh, second. And there was a big righty up. I, I can't remember his name. He was catching that game for LSU. And we were all shifted over on the uh, third base side. So, like, on left field, left field side, and ball goes straight into the air. And granted, you know, this is like the fourth or fifth inning at this point. And I had already – I think I booted a ball in the first inning, like a slow roller. And then I think I dropped two going into the net, like, in the tarp area, like, okay. later in the next inning. And then the next inning, it's sky-high pop-up, oh. straight into the air. Mac goes – as soon as it's, it's off the bat, Josh goes, ack. And I thought it was like – he didn't see it. So me from third base, I'm drifting over and nobody says anything. Nobody says anything. And I go, mine. And Matt goes, no. And I go, mine. And he goes, no, no, no. And I literally just keep going, keep going. Corey Acton never says anything. And by this point, I'm in center field from third base and just kept drifting. And literally, I'm like, I just got to catch this. I've already dropped two. I missed a ground ball. Like, I got to catch it. Finally caught it. And then I look up and I'm literally standing behind second base. And Act goes, what are we doing? And I was like, nobody said anything. He was like, look where you are. Oh my and God. I was like, I mean, yeah, you're right, dude, but I'm not dropping this one. Yeah, I literally just toss the ball back to the pitcher, just walk all the way back to third base, and I look in the dugout, and Shickland's like. <laughs> <laughs> and then we that got in the dugout. He, uh, McAllister actually got chewed out. So, you know, I kind of. Nice. Caught Mac right took there. one for you. Yeah. Here's, here's another he didn't take it for me. Story. He just kind of got thrown under the bus for it. Um, I wasn't saying anything, though. <laughs> Chaney Rogers. <laughs> Playing right, they hit a homer. Cheney goes back, <laughs> lifts up, and like tries to rob it, and his glove comes off. Oh gosh! And we're like, we're like, whatever home run guy jogs around, and we're watching the pitcher. And umpires are like looking out and right, and we look out and right, and Cheney's standing there with his hands on his hips, and like the people took his glove and wouldn't give it back. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, his glove's being tossed around, Dude, like up awesome. on the up on like where the grill porches are, and he's like. Looking at us, like they took they took my glove. Like these guys are ruthless. Like it's awesome. Let him play. Speaking of Cheney, so he went to Gordon Lee. Yeah. I went to Darlington, and we were always like considered rivals. But when I tell you, I saw him obliterate our baseball team. Like I saw him obliterate our baseball team. Like the year after the year after I quit, I think he went three for three with three bombs. That doesn't surprise me. I mean, just <laughs> obliterated. And it was against our pitcher that was going to Tech. They say that him and Tucker Bradley at 14 or 15 years old were, like, the number one players in the country. I'm like, how good can a 14-year-old be? And they're like, no, seriously. Like, anywhere they went, they I mean, were when like, they, were, they, played, they played for the – Bandits. They, they, they played, played Bandits, and then they went Georgia Jackets. Georgia Jackets, That's, yeah. like, for us. Remember when we were – oh, was this when we were playing together? I can't remember when we went down to the Florida Georgia Tournament. We were playing MVP. 
And oh, they had that, yeah. that, just that big old lefty that was just like a dude. Yeah, Everybody me and Dom were talking about the other night. What's it? it was uh, Carmona. Carmona. Something like that. He threw like 86 at 11 years old. And, and you're like, like, f- like 40 feet away, and it's like, just, good luck. That, that Gordon <laughs> Lee team that he was on was disgusting. We played them back-to-back for the state championship in 14 and 15, and then – I lost in the final four three times in Gordon Lee. Really? At Gordon Lee. Wow. And yeah. that place gets wild. Oh, yeah, that place gets when they came <laughs> When they came down to us to play, I was in eighth grade. They played us in the state championship. LJ was a sophomore. He's getting hot right now. Yeah. He's Swinging. two hits in big league spring training and a bomb. Uh, well, LJ's mom. So, like, they came – Gordon Lee came down, and they put these, like, picket signs, like Gordon Lee Trojan Country, all over, like, our outfield and stuff. Or, like, behind the fence. And sounds about right. LJ's mom, like, I guess pulling into the game, just got out and was picking up the signs and, like, throwing them and actually got arrested for, like, uh, destruction of property. <laughs> and so then figured out, not arrested, like, detained or whatever, and they figure out the whole commotion. This is before the game even starts. I mean, that game, like, they, can't, they hit a homer would come out, like, to the first baseline, their coach and our coach's face, Finally beat them. They left the runner-up trophy there the second year. Like, just got on the bus and left. But it was always a dogfight with them. And then we had to go to them my f- sophomore, junior, and senior year, and it was terrible. They're, I mean, we put – that kid I was talking about, lefty went to Tech. He's with a sidearm. We all thought, like, no shot he's the video. dude. And, like, we, we put him on the mound to play them. And I kid you not, put 10 on him in four innings. <laughs> God. We're all just never like we're all like, never how you talk no. We used we used never. to like Listen. line up on our right field line, like back all our trucks up, and like if you were a right fielder, we gave you hell, yeah. like let you hear it, and it just got to the point where like I, I just I got my truck and left. I was like, yeah, I've been done. My really playoff my playoff baseball experience was my junior year because I didn't play my senior year, and they went to the final four, of course. My freshman sophomore year didn't make it. Junior year we played Lasseter. You didn't play your what year? Senior year. Because I came here early because of my, uh, my knee, which was so upsetting. Yeah. Um, and we get to the first round of the playoffs. We're the four seed. We were, I mean, we were pretty decent. The guy we had, our number one guy was uh, going to Liberty to play, and then our two guy was play, plays quarterback at uh, Coastal Carolina now. Both like 87 and 91, kind of just whatever, just with bangers. So we come into this series like Those we're going to roll. We're at home. We're going to roll. And uh, – yeah, we show up and our uh, Liberty guy gives up eight in the first, first game, and uh, four in the second, and we're like, well, game two, here we go. Game two, our Coastal guy comes out and he throws a little harder. He's probably nine ninety one, and we're like, all right, we got one more shot. Let's do it. Seven in the first, and we were just like, well, let's pack it up, boys. We didn't want to finish the game. It was like, that's it. Brutal. All Sometimes right. you just can't find outs. You just Dude, can't buy them. And they were just finding barrels after barrels after barrels after barrels. I remember uh, – the Texas A&M last year. Yeah, they came here and they scored 12 runs with two outs. We left the nicest kid in America, one of the hardest working guys. Like never said a word. Just come to practice every day, do exactly what he had to do, and get out of there. Nothing more, but well, nothing less. This, last year, Hank Bearden. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. And like always, pretty decent, good breaking ball. Yeah. Decent fastball. I mean, that's what everybody else had. And we throw him in against Texas A&M. And it was during mop-up time. Like we were just trying to get through the game. But they get, like, 12 hits in a row. And he hasn't gotten out. 
And we're all sitting there like, you got to get him out of yeah, there. Dude. And it's like, we have two outs and like pop up just barely finds the whole Whoa. barrel, <laughs> barrel <laughs> walk. And I'm like, this is poor kid, dude. <laughs> and finally, like just leave him in there. Finally get a pop up. His ERA for the game was like a 70 or something. <laughs> and it, and it, that, was a tw- that was a 20 game for them too. I think they were 23. Yeah. And it was mm. like on Twitter, it was like Georgia's largest margin of defeat ever. <laughs> like we did that like four times. But just yeah, we kept making history. Hank in there. Like, and I mean, you got nine guys in the field. Somebody's going to find a ball. Like you're going to pop up or hit one right at somebody. It can even be hit hard, but yeah. we catch it. Yeah. You never no. think. And every time another Four guy come up, we're like, oh, come on, Hank. Got to get this guy here. Barrel. It's like, God. <laughs> <laughs> Next dude. <laughs> And speaking of uh, speaking it's hard of, to come back from that, dude. Speaking of barrels, old Tucker Bradley's having himself a little spring training too. Tucker just hits, man. Sneaky. Hits. I mean, dude, he's gonna he's gonna find a way to play ten years in the league. He will, just because he's he's always been a hitter. Tucker's all like hit it. He's hit at every level he's ever been at. Like it's well, it's like when he tore. He was free agent, wasn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. COVID year, signed for like best minimum eight, best eight grand they've yeah. ever yeah. they've ever Absolutely. spent. Kids in big league spring training. Two years later, he came back from his labrum surgery. For the senior year, not like hitting it all and then rolls right into the season. Just, he I mean, had, what, like, seven bombs through three weeks or something yeah. like that. COVID year. He's hitting like 400. Yeah, but one of the more impressive things is what we played. He, he broke it in the third, third game that weekend, like on Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had like six hits like, on the third game of the six season. Weeks. And he's just a dog. Dog. All right, boys, we're going to transition to one of our staples. Go ahead. For the pod, we're going to do our fist pump feature of the week. We got the, why are you laughing? I don't think I have one. Power clean one on your neck. That could be one. That, I, I, I like about walked out of the workout. Yeah, you were, you <clears throat> show, show Annabelle got a little action last night. Oh, so. that's, <laughs> how, that's a steel bar. What exactly? Oh, we're going chipping? We chipped one in. It was our last set. We chipped one in today. I was, was like, okay, yeah. like, this is going to be harder. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm actually going to get this one up. And I like pull, and it goes a lot higher than I expected it to go. And I catch it right on my neck. And about like went backwards. It's like me deadlifting last year. <laughs> All right, story time real quick. We'll, is go, the, we'll go to the first feature I remember sitting in the training room and just looking at our weight room and Cody is laying on the ground. Listen, let me backtrack. Okay, so this is, this is, yeah, this is three weeks before I'm supposed to propose, right? Okay. We're deadlifting, and they put the combos with the big boys. So we were, I think it was like 600 pounds, 550, 600, somewhere around there. Yeah, they, yeah. And it was for like the last set was like one set of two. And this was like, it was my last station of the workout. Like my body's exhausted. I get the first rep, beautiful. I'm like, All right, I got one more in me. I get halfway up, and I feel great and just pop. And I just rolled back onto the ground and just couldn't move. I get what you're saying now. When your stomach, like, come around your body. Right. Well, yeah, so, like, I had. spine was like this. Dude, it was like that for a week. I was living with you. Yeah, You come home, and I was like, what do you mean your body's warped? Like, pull the shirt up. Pull my shirt up, and it's like a curve. Goaty walked into our training room. No, hold on. Let me Completely bent over. Backtrack. I'm walking out. I'm getting assisted out. I'm getting carried out of the weight room. By three guys. I have my belt on, the weight belt. Sinclair. Walks right by me, doesn't say how you like you're all right. He goes, you, You're gonna take that belt off now, or can I get it in a minute? And I was like, Are you serious? Yeah, the belt? I was like, I mean, you get it right now, sure, whatever. And uh, yeah, I've had back problems ever since then. But the guys this spring, like, I had like 10 guys text me, they're like, Yeah, we uh, 
we, we, we deadlifted today and uh, I thought about you. I was like, I don't want to do this. And so some of the guys were raising hell because they didn't want to do what I did. But I couldn't like sleep. Fight with Claude when that happened. 500 to 600, somewhere in between. Yeah, I think it was somewhere like 600 range somewhere. And it was the it was one. respectable to tear something on that. It was the one Bro, day they didn't put the, the blocks under the bar because yeah. these so bars sit low. Yeah. Do y'all do the, is it straight bar? It was this was uh, trap. We all, we started doing straight bar this year. I mean, it sits up like this high. Probably because of and me. It's, it, I mean, y'all, you being six oh, four, six awful. five, like it's oh. awesome for y'all. But like being five eleven, six foot, and like getting to use those bars, you're like five hundred, yeah. And then you look at it, and you're like, damn, I'm barely even stood <laughs> up. Like that. that's, that's <laughs> like Kate doing it. Like you, when yeah. you when you grab the bar, you're like this. <laughs> you're just boom, <laughs> dog. But, watch uh, a video. That's not a whole lot of depth. <laughs> Mate, I'm, I'm hoping I get the pictures of this before this episode releases, since we're talking about weightlifting. But we're squatting really heavy this week. Like I think it was Did you like, like shit your pants or something. It was close to 600. And I went my last set. I'm about to get under the bar, and I just see one of our camera people get in front of me. I'm oh, like, man. you were kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I I don't even want to imagine what what these pictures are gonna look like of me. Like, I was, like, fighting for my life trying to get this up on my last set. This dude's just sitting there taking pictures of me. Did you say shit your pants? I was like, did you shit your pants or something? I don't know. Oh, yeah, I saw you laugh. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, story, go, man. We got a story, and then we'll get to it this. Was our, it was our freshman summer. We had just gotten to, to campus. Um, and every Tuesday morning. What an introduction. We worked out every morning, <laughs> 7 to 9 every morning. And it was Tuesday morning. We'd always run the mile. And fresh, freshman summer with Gerhard, it's like the – It's tough. Yeah, yeah it's tough. The, and, the doozy. You know, so we go out there, we get stretched out, and he's like, all right, go, go get out there. I'll be there in two minutes, and we're starting. And he literally – Gearhart himself was actually talking about a story where he had shit his pants and spoken into existence. So I'm sitting there, and, you know, sitting there doing some high knees. Uh, I think I've been over to, like, stretch out my hamstrings or something, and there it was. Just it hit the back of my underwear. And, you know, and it's, you, you at know, this point, it's 6.55 it in the morning, and we're about to run a mile, and we have to get six-minute miles. So yeah. it was like, oh, my God, here we go. I'm like, hey, coach, uh, can I go to the bathroom real quick? Ran in there, literally checked. It was a just a crime scene. Like it was brutal. <laughs> like it was bad. And came out and busted out a five. Rinsed out miles. my underwear. Rinsed out my underwear. I was like, they're about to get sweaty anyways. Drenched them out, you know. And went out there and ran a five forty miles. In shitty pants and went through my workout. Shitty hands. Smelled like shit all day. Yeah. God, that sounds awful. It was awful. Man. It was definitely just the worst workout. Last lap. Well, first off, someone told me I had to make a six minute mile. I'm off. I'm done. It's not I couldn't I make it they want you right to, now. but I mean, in the five, Will Childers the never, never cracked. Ran, well, if you don't make it, you do have to run it again. So, in the six or seven it. that I've ran, I mean, it's not even close. If you start thinking about the best players to ever come through here, never didn't made even it. sniff six. I remember a freshman year, close. I think the world of Tucker and, and Mason, and Mason's a specimen. And the worst thing is the pitchers had to watch the position players run it first. And so, like, I'm asking people for months, like, hey, how bad is Advice, this mile? Advice, like, you're just trying to feel how it out. How bad is this mile? Because yeah. we don't practice for it. Like, yeah. we run it as a freshman, but, like, when it, when it's time to go, you just run it. And I'm you like, learn halfway you... through if you pace yourself I mean, half right the team's coming and back so, from the summer ball. So, they they're like, ran, the best advice is, like, just pick somebody and, like, keep up with them. And I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, what? Like, and so, anyway, so we're watching them run it first lap. I mean, first lap. Tucker Bradley comes by, shirts off, 
and he's like moaning and grunting. And I remember I was looking at him, and I was like, <laughs> Mason comes behind him. I mean, these guys are 200 yards behind people. Mason comes by behind him. Like, it's not even a run anymore. It's like a waddle on head back. First laugh. <laughs> they make it like seven fifty eight minutes, and I'm like, oh my gosh, those guys are in pretty good shape. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, dude. Golly, I cannot imagine running a mile right now. That's over though. They'll never do that one again. Nope. Especially not Mason. Definitely not. My boy's living a grown up life. All right, fist pump feature of the week. Favorite point the of the week that was just something good that happened. Fist pump worthy. That's not a putter. Yeah, it's, I didn't need a putter. I chipped in. You go first? Because you want to. No, y'all go first. I got to like think hard about this one. Is this something that you did good or something that was good for Just you? something that like fired you up during the week. That was like, let's go. I mean, four, six a.m.s. That's a rough week. Plus a front squat tomorrow. Have fun. All right. Uh, I'll go with mine first. Spring break starts tomorrow. Driving to the beach. Going to be a heck of a week for the boys. It's going to be a blast. Where y'all going? Santa Rosa. That'll be a blast. Shoot. You're leaving Sunday, but you should take off work for a week. Come I'm down. Going, uh, Dom's coming. I'm leaving tomorrow. Go to Tampa. We're getting on a boat. On Is a that cruise. tomorrow? Well, we leave like 2 a.m. Saturday. Dog. That's right. You told me about that. So, oh. Looking forward That's to that. You got to be on the boat at what, 12 p.m. or something? Yeah. Maybe. Who's all going? Pretty much our whole house and a couple of buddies from high school. That's so, so awesome. Oh, that's going to be a movie. Max and Stutzer and all of them are, are in there. That's going to be a movie. Be a good time. Speaking of Max, we're going to come back to some DP stories here in a minute. <laughs> I got a great one. Tate? Um, I'd probably say I got to class about 30 minutes early because I thought it started earlier than it did. And sitting in my truck, I knocked out. Like, took a solid 30-minute nap just in my truck like this. Carson Beck comes up to my door. He's like, we have class together. He's, like, knocking on my window. I'm like, I like, wake up. He's like, class starts in, like, two minutes. You can get out of your truck. I was like, oh, yeah, let me do that. They were going to say he came back after class and was like, yo, you missed the whole thing. I wish he would have. Good for you for going to class. Proud of you. I'm, a, I'm a, just a two academic weapon. Two-minute wake-up. That's a fist. You're a student first. Yeah. Some would say. That's a student-athlete kind of deal. Student first, baby. I'm just a student. I'm I wouldn't consider myself an Speaking athlete at this student, point. I'm a student at West Georgia, March 6th. What? Me and that pre-cal going round and round <laughs> again, baby. <laughs> Dude, pre-cal ain't no joke. Number four. four. Number four. Freshman Man. year, wasn't there wasn't a chance. Uh, took it again last year. I mean, I'm telling you this. After you haven't had math in a long time, you look at math again, you're like – I, language. I knew I, within the first week. I'll be honest here. <laughs> knew within the first week, I was like, this is going to be tough to get through this. I like, haven't taken a math since my senior year of high school. I'm about to take accounting this summer. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So, take it, took it again last semester or two semesters ago in person. So, it's two here. Took it online this summer. And we went to the regional. And so, the class, I knew that the class had started, but I was like, I'm not going to worry about this. Oh, I remember this. During the regional, like, we'll figure it out. Right after the regional, when we got beat out, we go down to Destin for six or seven days. Not going to worry about it in Destin either. So I log on, and it's like due to inactivity and and the 10 days of no logins, 
you have been withdrawn from this class. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, dude, that's like $900 that I like, had to pay. And I just like had to tell dad, like, yeah, dude, it's just, I don't know, man. I think I made like a 68, like I was, was right there, man. And teacher it's just would, teacher would round me up. Yeah, and so now I'm taking it at West Georgia March 6th. That's the only three hours that I'm lacking to graduate, and I'm get her done, good baby. To go. I got to yeah. find somebody to get her done for sure. <laughs> I'm going to spring training. I'm, I'm trying yeah, to play baseball. Good job, that, that. Yeah. God, that sounds awful. So what's the what's the fist bump? Is it? I would probably say just last week yeah. being here. Yeah. Because you know how it is. Like you're always playing sports in high school, practices, class. You got everything else so like you always have something to do come here and it's even worse and then like you just have no free time you're on a, you're on a schedule all the time having something to do you get this five month off season mm. and i was like at the beginning i was like oh, i'm not gonna get a job like i'll just throw and lift you throw and lift for five months there's a lot of free time to just time. do this exactly so i would probably just say just like being a couple of days out from going down and getting your get crunk the juices back up. flowing. It's exciting. Play again. We got a little fight going on out there or something. Yeah, what you what you were just saying about it being five bar got wild. Yeah. That's bang bang shrimp we're banging. About <laughs> which they are by the way. What you were saying yeah. about how it gets worse when you get here. I had an early enrollee come up to me the other day. He said, I see why people hate it here. I was like, you have been here for three weeks. I you was like, don't, I you do, don't get to say that. I was like, you can't no say that yet. One of the one of the tight ends came up to me. and was like, dude, I'm just, I'm tired, man. I'm like, boy, you, he's like, I'm hurting. Like, I guarantee you, I can guess which one it is. Yeah, I know you know can know guess which one it is, but don't say his name. I feel like we just got done with the natty. I feel so, like I just got injured yesterday. Like this the past two years have flown by. These past four years have flown by. When y'all yeah, start spring football? Uh, Tuesday after spring break. So we're going to come back and have our first practice. Mm. It's just going to be a bad deal. It makes me want to throw up thinking about it. That's what I'm excited for is like these next like eight weeks. I don't have to – like I'm just I'm just continue lifting. I don't have to worry about hitting. Oh, it makes me want to throw up. Like you hit anybody anyways. Huh? Nothing. <laughs> what a jab. This guy, what an <laughs> idiot. Like doesn't show up for two weeks on the podcast. Thinks he's coming here and say whatever he wants. Prior obligations. Yeah. Get Aldean concert tickets. Yeah. Stacy Searles, Searles had us over to his house to eat, and I couldn't turn Miss Trisha down. She is the best. She's a goat. She is the goat. She brings every Friday. We got our room raided because she brings us snacks and stuff. Like, she brought us buffalo chicken dip one day. She, like, plugged the crock pot in in the offensive line room. Like, all the skill players, like, trying to yeah. get in our room. We're all, like, sitting in our door, like, shuffling them out. Get out of here. It's not for you. What up? We're going to kind of transition back to what we were talking about with uh, Max, who was our old roommate, still roommates with him. Us, me, him, and Max, and Dom grew up playing baseball together. Max. Prago. Yeah. 643. Shout out 643. Charlie Condon absolutely hitting bombs right now. He's raking. Top I don't know seven if you've in the seen nation. It. We've played two weekends. The after on Sunday, they post the highest exit velocity. Same every time. The whole He's, page is He'll every have time. like four over 110, and like he might not even have a hit. Yeah. Back to Max, Dom, you and me playing baseball. Give me your favorite DP story from playing, oh. growing up playing ball. You want time to think? I don't even know what – I know exactly which one it is. It's DP, Danny Prager. We, yeah. uh, we were playing the Astros, and we were, I don't know, 
11 or 12. One of the two. Is this the is really it, young? Is this the Loba story? The Loba no, that's what I was gonna say. Oh, and we right. know, you know, as you're young, you know, you get the pitch calls to the catcher from the dugout with the coach sitting on the bucket, right? That whole deal. And we're sitting there, and you know, they're trying to pick our pitches at 11 years old or something like that, trying to steal our sons. And so, you know, that's DP, baseball. Yeah, no doubt. And, and meanwhile, like DP left East Cobb. Like there was just some bad blood there. And so pretty much, DP goes, he goes, you know what? All right, man, I'll just tell you what I'm, what I'm going to throw. If he starts giving fat, like, you know, just signs between his legs. But, like, if he gives fastball, he pretty much just flips a bird out. I was, ca- I was catching this and day. And so he would just, insane. like, you see that fastball six inches off the plate or something like that. And uh, finally he, like, Lobus, you know, the other coach called time and was like, it's like, Danny, really, man, are we really going to do this? It's like, I don't know. You're stealing signs in an 11-U baseball game. Like, come on, man, grow up. And he said something back, and, and DP looked at him and goes, well, you know what? I'm just glad my bucket can hold me a little better than your bucket can hold you because that bucket is struggling. Big guy over there? Yeah, big guy. That's and hilarious. Everybody was what just kind of like, you know, it's – And during that, during that time of, of him, like, calling out the sign, just, just saying it out loud, he was like, hey, Lobus, fastball. <laughs> And they would just give it to us. It was absolutely electric. Oh, yeah, we added some bad shit coaches when we played travel ball at a young age. Like, I just got into it. Like, our that catcher kept messing world. up signs. Like, we're getting our signs wrong. And I was pitching. I was throwing what he's telling me to throw. He calls time. Comes out of the mound. I'm like 12. He's like, Tate, what the f*** are you throwing? And I'm like, what, what he's telling me to throw. And he goes to our catcher and starts ripping him one at home plate. And I'm just so all 12. of our parents are sitting there like, what's going on? I will say, Danny Prague was probably my favorite baseball coach. Really he used to get for. behind the dish. He was awesome. Oh, yeah, I used to catch. My big old boy would get on down there and catch. I thought it was, was like awful. nice throwing to Corey Collins because, like, he's so big. But, I mean, I Dude. bet you stand like this Isn't tall Corey, there. Hasn't Corey hit three on right so far? Four. Yeah. Four. Yeah. My heart goes out to catchers. Well, you don't court them when we catch My them. My heart goes them. out to catchers when we have no the games that we've had in the last couple of Oof. years. Like those innings, like Nando just comes in and he'll just come up to you and put his head on your shoulder and be like, I don't know if I can keep doing this. <laughs> You're like, come on, Nando, one more. He's like, well, I'll probably get a break on Tuesday. I'm playing Kenneth on Tuesday. Get back there for nine more, Nando. I don't know how their knees take it. Oh, man. I never knew that, like, using the knee savers were, like, a no-no. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a no-no. Because, yeah. like, I remember the first time that I borrowed a pair of knee savers, mm-hmm. which is probably seventh, eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a little like, pad. Always oh, never had them. My brother caught, so, like, none of our gear ever had it. I remember I borrowed somebody just to, like, catch an inning in a middle school game or something. And I'm sitting on the knee savers, and I'm like, wow, these are amazing. Comfy. And so then, like, high school ball, I believe we even had them. And then I tried to say something to somebody about them one time, and they were like, basically, he's like, it's a tampon, pretty much. And yeah. I was like, my bad, guys. I don't, I don't care. That's good, Tater. <laughs> my, uh, dude, travel ball growing up was so much fun. I look back on it, though, and I don't miss four games a day. Like, I don't know how we did that. Yeah, that I remember. Was, but that was crazy. the worst tournament we ever played in, it was the most unorganized tournament we ever played in. It was Sunday, or no, Saturday. It was a two-day tournament. We got in the loser's bracket first game. Coming we in the loser bracket. We played nine games in a row. Yeah. Played in the championship game at 2.30 in the morning. 
It was always cooler the later it got. Like when you were young. Dude. Oh yeah, we, you it was two like, thirty in the yeah, morning. It was like midnight when we started. <laughs> I got two stories. You ready for this? So Cooperstown, two thousand ten. Tenure year, I don't. You weren't on the team. Mm, it was the next year, right? I'm so yeah. glad we never went to Cooperstown. So, we uh, we get up there. We're the second seed out of pool play, and massive rainstorm just comes through after the first round of bracket play. Just massive, and so we got to buy because we were the second seed. So we had like we were in like the Sweet 16 at that point, and like the delayed for just like eight hours. So our Sweet 16 game kicks off at it was like 1:30 in the morning. It's foggy, lights are on. We win. We go back get like three hours of sleep, wake up, play the next game at 8 a.m., Elite Eight, win, play at like 10.30, win, play at 1.30, win, go back to the, to the little club, like the uh, – The barracks? The barracks, yeah, the barracks they had for us. And we all take like a two-hour nap. We wake up, closing ceremonies is going on, but the two championship teams are just chilling. We go out and play wiffle ball in the rain because it's yeah, raining again. Yeah, the hills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we just played wiffle ball for like two hours, mm-hmm. go back in, get ready to play again, go play the championship at like – Eight, it gets delayed to like midnight again in the like awesome stadium. People yeah. are staying. Like, there was, it was always late games. Oh, dude, it was awesome. You had to get them in because I mean, how many to. teams, if you screw it up, like those kids might not get to play for two days. Done for. Everywhere, every, everywhere you go, you meet somebody that plays travel ball, like it's a 90% chance they went to Cooperstown. Mm-hmm. That we, place is awesome. We never went to Cooperstown. We always went to either PCB and we played a tournament in West Palm. That was like our big tournament that we went to. Yeah. We got, I'll never y'all forget. We won. Fire Flavor is a local Athens company that loves supporting the dogs. Founded by UGA alumni Davis and Jenna Knox, this company is your go-to resource for all things grilling. They got dry rubs, barbecue pellets, charcoal, and the new and innovative Hero Portable Grill. Fire and Flavor gets it done. And find their products at fireandflavor.com or at your local Striplings, Publix, or Lowe's Home Improvement. Use their code TAILGATE, that's TAILGATE, for 25% off on their website. Again, their website is fireandflavor.com. Use the code TAILGATE for 25% off. And Cooperstown? Cooperstown? No, I wasn't on that. I threw a no-no in the championship game. Get out of here, Yeah, and he pulled me the fifth inning. Who? Who caught? Max. Max? Yep. You guys hoisted the trophy? Dom won the fastest man around the bases. I did the golden arm. Uh, (laughs) It was pretty much like because my dad was like a halfway coach. Like we had a kid that was – Unbelievably, hands down, should have done it. But, like, I, I remember I told my dad, like, five times that day I wanted to compete in something. And, like, I wanted to be something. And he's like, you'll do the around the horn with the rest of the team. I was like, no, man. Like, I've got to throw. And so, finally, like, it was, like, right before the event that my dad told the other kid to sit down. Just complete daddy ball move. And <laughs> so, like, I get out there and I'm like, yeah. And, like, the the goal was, like, to hit the – target behind yeah. home plate from center the way to go about it was probably to bounce it i was like you know i get three throws or something i was like i'm gonna throw all these in the air and like i bang all three off the backstop and then it's like it's over that quick i mean you throw your oh, three dude. balls and you get out of there you're done and then i was like walk back over and my teammates were like what do you mean guys 150 yards i, I, <laughs> I get out there i, I just launching it out i did the home run derby i don't even think i, I touched a single ball like, I went out there for, like, you get, like, six or seven swings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I whiffed, six, like, all six or seven swings. I think the peak of my athletic career was winning the home run derby in PCB when we went. We did big body swing like that. The Charlton County Sand Nets did not have a good showing. Sand Nets. Sand Nets. Nets. You were not the Sand Nets. Yeah. That's a lecture. That's we're, us. Like, that's, the, that's the local, like, that, there's still Sand Nets teams in, yeah. around, around, around the, the Tomahawks. Huh? 
The what? That was our local team, like our travel ball team, the Tomahawks. So I Tom threw Hawks. three balls off the backstop. We had a kid from Douglas hitting the home run derby. He was like 6'5". We were like 12. We thought he was for sure going to win. Same kind of deal. Pulled every ball, like rolled over to third. We do the around the horn, and it was like they stopped the timer because, like, catcher pops up, throws it to left field. Left field throws it to right field. I mean, like, the ball was, like, rolling around. And then I they think, I think Brandon actually run, won the uh, – That don't surprise me one bit. The Roadrunner. I got a funny tournament story. So, we were playing in the Florida-Georgia showdown. Uh, were you there for this? The, wait, the wait. Willie when there were balls in the outfield? This might have been 10 you. I think it was 10. So, there's a Florida-Georgia showdown from, like, 10 to 12 years old, and it's, like, four or five of the best teams in Georgia. And it's four, best teams, whatever. It's all relative. Uh, to the best teams in Florida. And we go down there, and we had this trick play where if there was a crucial part in the game – and there was a guy on second. It could have been second or second and third. The pitcher would jump, fake throw the ball on a pickoff move. Everybody would dive. The outfield was going runs. crazy. Everybody's like, go get it, go get it. <laughs> and they run on a second. Hopefully, the commotion is so loud that he's just like, takes a step off the bag. Pitcher goes and tags him. So this is, we're up like five to four, bottom of six, guy on second and third. And he's like, Willie, to your left. We don't have anybody on our team named Willie, but that's the code name. Or it was. It's different for whatever. But Willie, to your left. And we're like, oh, shit. This is all. Let's freaking go. Even our parents like knew what it all was. All nine so everybody, kids are in there smiling. They're like. Well, it's like. It's like, Willie, Willie. Everybody gets Base on the bench and like, locks in on the fence. Like, you just. Where'd you guys come from? Base runner's like. Just stay on the base, kid. Dang it, we'll do Willie next time. So That's hilarious. Yeah, so we whatever calls it, comes set, looks, looks back, does it. Everybody goes absolutely berserk. And we're playing a, a team from like Miami and the coach is yelling in Spanish, like telling them to stay on the base and the kid's just like And so whoever was our pitcher went and tagged them. And Oh Willie worked. Yeah, so it worked oh, to, win game, to win the game. To win the game. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Pre-game, you know, everybody goes out and throws balls and stuff, and you hit ground balls in the outfield. Well, we left, like, four balls on the fence. And so we do it, and really the runner balls. looks out there, and there's, like, four balls out there. And he's uh, like, so Y'all really whatever. tricked him. Yeah. Y'all, and playing so, this in dude, the, y'all playing this uh, in the pre-game. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so, like, Always throw a ball yeah, to the parents are, Their parents are yelling in Spanish, just going crazy. Our parents are yelling at them, and we're just like, sorry. There's nothing like oh, a yeah. good parent oh, travel dude, ball fight. dude. That oh, sounds great. You get parents going out in the stands. Oh, my electric. God. My favorite travel ball memory is actually – we were like 13 you and I like threw hard for our age at that at that time. I'm sure you did. And But I was like – I was also in that stage where I was like kind of all over the place. And there was this team that was playing up. And they were young. Like I think they were playing like two years up. First pitch I throw, hit the kid right in the ear hole. <laughs> <laughs> when I, tell I got a you, couple of those stories. When I tell you the the rest of this team would not get in the box, they like every time I came, I went to throw a pitch, they bailed out. I was literally just throwing softballs in there. They were just leaving the box. They wanted nothing. Who who was it? We played Columbus State. Mm-hmm. Was, it was like was a scrimmage. Year, yeah. It was like the first of the year scrimmage for you. For the, here I for was that there one. for that. No. We played Columbus State. Like Wait, all yes, the pitchers was. just yes. get like one inning. Um. I get my inning. <laughs> I go like walk. Kid squares the bunt to move him around. Like squares early. 
I hit this kid directly in the chest. Like, I mean, he, like, goes like this, but, I mean, just square him up in the sternum. And I was like, there was a spurt there where I was, like, two, three, up to four, like, pretty regular. So, I remember I looked back and checked. It was, like, 93-7 or something. I hit this kid in the, in the chest, and, like, everybody's like, ooh. And I'm like, oh, my God, this kid's dead. And I, like, I look down at the ground, and I look up, and, like, he's just – he popped right up. And he's jogging. Ooh, what a dog! Now I put my hands on his hips. Like, look at first. I was like, whatever. Get the ball back. Next pitch, kid like check swings, comes around, decides not to square him up, like dead what middle chest. And Coach Strickland like steps out on top of the steps, and he's like, "Come on, Jack! Come on!" And I'm like, Dude, I'm not doing this on purpose. Same thing though, like. Ooh, and like now I'm like I'm like this <laughs> nervous and saying like I'm oh my god no way that just happened again I look up kids jogging the first and I was like I mean if I'm gonna hit you in the chest like that, at least that kind of hit your ego a little bit down there a little bit <laughs> yeah. like yeah. I mean I'm hitting these kids just as hard as I can throw it I mean there's no there's no pad or anything there's right back up at first yeah now I got no outs and the bases loaded and there's no shot I throw this one for a strike I mean. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, uh, classic. We were just in an inner squad one time, and I, I hit Josh McAllister right in the G. <laughs> and, like, he never he never moved. Like, he's just like this. I have multiple videos. It's the loudest, like, I'm sure clack ever. And Josh is just looking at me. It's fastball. And he never moved. It hit him directly, like, in the G of the helmet. And he drops down. We were roommates. And I was like, oh, my God, I just killed my roommate. <laughs> and so he, he gets back up, goes in the dugout, and I come over and ask him. I was like, dude, why didn't you move, like, at all? I'm like, I don't know, man. I thought it was a curveball. <laughs> and I was like, I was like how? <laughs> like, I mean, we're talking if, – if we're – an inch and a half lower. Like, I mean, he's it's, gone. It, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is classic. Oh. Bobby, hit us with some. Uh, come over here and hit us with some uh, of the topics we're going to hit. Let's go World Series first. All right. So, obviously, Jack, you play for the Marlins, correct? Um, but we got. We're going to do World Series odds. Um, who do you guys think? I'm going to go down the list and read um, who we got for like. Best odds to win, yeah. um, and I want. Uh, okay, anyone besides the Marlins? Granted, Marlins they're not are off the table for all of us. They're probably off the table. Anyways. Yeah, 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 I don't even watch baseball anymore, so probably not going to win the World Series. Anyways, that's, that's what besides. I said. I said they're probably off the table. Yeah, anyways, yeah. <laughs> Regardless, but uh, so Let's Astros. <laughs> Astros have their current odds are plus six fifty, Mets plus seven fifty, Yankees plus seven fifty, Dodgers plus seven fifty, Braves plus a thousand. Padres plus a thousand, and then the Phillies and Blue Jays followed them up with plus fourteen hundred. So go, you go Mets. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know anything about this, but the Braves value at plus a thousand—that's some daggone value right there, boys. Yeah, I like that. I like those odds. <laughs> Did the Mets have what? Degrom. I saw yeah. where the Braves were projected to win the most games in the MLB this year. The Mets have Degrom. Uh, Mets don't have Degrom anymore. Verlander. Degrom's with the uh, Rangers. Oh yeah, he just won. That's right. Right. Mets did they get got, Verlander Mets have though. Dylan Ross though, so they got Scherzer too, don't they? So <laughs> I mean, you can't take that. That's face value. Um, I'm going Bravos. 
Yeah, I'm trying to think of <clears throat> young players. I mean, yeah. Brewers got Chili, Chili Wilders. <laughs> Chili, Chili, Chili Wilders. Wilders. Wilkie, Matthew. I mean, the Braves got Acton, so you got to go to the Bravos. Cubs got Marshall. Dude, out of the pen. Uh, yeah, the I mean, have. the fact that the Braves are plus 1,000 absolutely rocks my world. There's so much value. Who was ahead of them again? Sorry, just yell Astros it. Astros plus 650, Mets plus 750, Yankees plus 750, Dodgers plus 750. Strokes are the favorites? Yeah, well, I mean, they won the last year. Yeah, but like. Hmm. And then the Phillies who were in the World Series this past year plus 1,400. The Phillies have two young guys, Andrew Painter and Garrett something. He's a pitcher from Virginia Tech. They are unreal right now in spring training. I bet. And, I mean, like you said, they were obviously good last year. They're going to be good. They're going to be nasty. And the NL East could be absolutely gross. It should be. I mean, it usually is. Yeah. Old Bravo's opening up in Philadelphia will be awesome. That'll be Yeah, I mean, the Braves with everybody they have. I think, I, Tate, you can go last since you don't really know much about baseball or follow baseball much. No, I, the only baseball I follow is the show. Does anybody here play the show? Yes. You, when when no. we lived together – it was us two, Chili, and then two of his do buddies. Know, do you know how many controllers I broke last year playing that game? Three. Wow. You're sponsored by PS5? I, I need it. I need it, too. I mean, I'm setting the over-under at three this year. I'm taking the over. That game that game pisses me off more than any other game I play. Mm-hmm. Did Trey right. Turner go to the Phillies? Is he on the Phillies now? Oh. oh. So, I mean, they're, they're going to be sneaky. Whoever wins the NL East is one of the World Series. My take. They're going to make a run. They should. So you make it through that. And okay, go. World Series pick. Going with the Braves just because I'm a Braves fan. I don't really care. But Braves. I mean, I would love to go Braves, but I, uh, if I had to choose somebody, I'd go Phillies because they lost yeah, like this past year. Everybody hates Bryce Harper, but I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. I love Schwarber, Bryce Harper. i got to go Phillies too, dude. In at least it's going to be hot. I'm going, I'm going Phillies. Braves second. Nationals might finish last in the entire MLB. Mar- let's go. Let's go. Mets third. Marlins fourth. Where are the Yankees? It's going to be an NL team that wins it. It'll be it'll be Yankees versus the Yankees will not win. <laughs> and the Dodgers? We're just nah. Dodgers powerhouse, man. Yeah, yeah but the Phil. Yeah, no. Baseball is really good. I mean, there's the so NL, many guys. The NL there. is like the West of the NBA, in my opinion. The West of the NBA is loaded, and the NL is loaded. There's so much talent everywhere. I'm trying to think of who it's else so could hard be. To tell. I mean, yeah. So Braves, Phillies, Phillies, Phillies. That hurts to hear. Who you got? <laughs> well, as uh, an Atlanta Braves fan, my entire life, yep. the Atlanta Braves. Now. I would never say the Philadelphia Phillies ever. I'm a, I'm an absolute Phillies hater. Hate Bryce Harper. Because he's why, good. Why do you hate Bryce Harper? Because he's because good. because when he played for the Nationals and he was walking around home because, plate. Because he, he's good and he knows it. No, he he kicked our A behind the plate and yeah. like stomped on it. That's some shit I would do. I love it. <laughs> I love it. it. It made me mad. I'm not even gonna lie. I also hate Reese Hoskins because he absolutely bat spiked on us in the playoffs this year when we played them in the NL. NL. Was it CS? Yes, it's CS. 
I don't think it was. Oh, it was D. I think it was NLDS. We lost in NLDS. Because the Phillies played. They went on to play the. Did they play the Dodgers? Yeah. So he bat spiked on us, and I'm like, okay, I'm. That makes me mad. So, um, about anyways. Alec Baum. No, I couldn't care less about that guy. He's terrible. When was it that he had like three throwing errors in one yeah. inning? Yeah. Is that when he said, and, "I hate this place"? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he tweeted. Where were they at? They were booing. They're at home. Oh yeah. 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 Phillies right. fans were booing him. That's right, because he had to come back out on an apology and like tell him how much he appreciated the Philadelphia fans. But he's like gets on Twitter. Gosh, sometimes like tonight, I really hate this place. <laughs> you got a city paying somebody millions of dollars to play baseball, and you just boom. All right, boys. Oh, how about how about real quick while we're on that topic? How about Dansby's comments? Did y'all see that? Dansby had an interview and said he was excited to be in Chicago because they're a city that really cares about their baseball. Oh, I did see that. As we're in Atlanta, it's just kind of there. I he did not say that, that did he? Oh, he said it. Yeah. It, don't quote me, but that was the gist of it. Is yeah, that, that true? Dance with your most hated guy now? No, I mean, but, like, would you feel that way about Atlanta? No chance. There's no way, dude. I mean, the battery Braves. the battery in Truist has been electric. The past the, the Braves set the record, we their franchise record for the yeah, most revenue we, brought in this I'm year. I'm going to – our sports finance class, we talked about that the other day, about how sports. much, like, that stadium is full. Everybody feeds the battery, just feeds it. Those games are Everybody sweet. Battery and it goes so right. When you can, <laughs> no, not at all. I'm not even close. They wish. <laughs> I've actually never been. I've never even seen the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we gotta talk about this real quick. When you showed up and your nameplate was on top of your locker, tell that story. So I get drafted. Uh, like get a call from this random guy. Hey, congratulations! Glad to have you. Um, can you fly out from Atlanta at 9 a.m.? And I'm in, like, South Georgia. I'm over five hours from Athens. I have everything in my house still, clothes. Like, I packed a weekend bag. I got clothes, like, everything I have to move out. And I'm like, uh, I guess I could drive back to Athens and, um, like, pack up my stuff. And I'm like, yeah, just pack, like, whatever you'd need for, like, ten weeks. And I was like, okay, I can do that. So I drive to Athens, get here at, like, midnight. Pack just closed, was going to fly out of Atlanta. They call me at like 12.45 that night when I get here. And they're like, hey, man, don't worry about it. We're actually like having some troubles like with paperwork and stuff. Like probably be a couple of days. And I was like, okay, well, if it's going to be a couple of days, like I'm just going to drive. Because, I mean, from my house in South Georgia, it's only, I don't know, like four and a half hours. But anyway, so it's just super hectic going back and forth. Then I'm sitting for like three days. Get down there. Get checked into the hotel, meet my roommate and everything, and uh, go in the locker room the next day. And like they're assigning us like where our where our stuff is, showing us everything. Walk up to my nameplate and my jersey, G O W A N, and my name spelled with an E. I remember seeing. And I was like, I was like, here we go, baby. (laughs) Welcome to Pro Bowl. And like I remember, I told a couple guys, and they were like, Aren't you gonna say something about that? Are you gonna get that fixed? And I was like. Are you kidding me? Absolutely not. Like, you want me to show up on the first day and be like, hey, fix this. You know, like, I need, I need this, I need that. I also have, like, a medium jersey. And so it's unbelievably hot down there and humid. So, like, you know, like, regular size jersey is going to stick to you anyways. That medium, baby, ooh. 
And so that's where I drew the line. Like after my second appearance of like wondering if I'm looking like a busted can of biscuits, I'm like, hey, you know, like if it's bothering me out there, like when I'm pitching, I got to say something. So I go into the guy, I'm like, hey, uh, is there a chance like I could possibly get a XL jersey? I think you guys like gave me a large, but it's super small. And he's like, and I was like, I didn't think it'd be a big deal. He's like, gosh, dude, I got to take the number off. I got to take the name off. Are you sure? And I was like, well, if you're going to take the name off, can you think we can spell it right? And he's like, what the f- is it not right? And I was like, no, it's spelled with an A. And he was like, what do you spell it with? Who are you? And so, I mean, like, you, these guys have no clue who you are anyway. So, like, get through that. Even even on my paperwork, like, signing everything, like, I had to cross out A's and put E's <laughs> just to make sure that was a tough deal. But I never said anything about the nameplate. I actually kept it. I thought that was pretty cool. Pretty cool yeah. yeah. I don't need wow. that. I'll, get it, his, I'll uh, get it out in the mud. Do you know his roommate ended up being? Brett Roberts. No way. Yeah. yeah. Dude, Brett's the man. There's just no way I could do anything productive in the city of Miami. You don't really get a choice. I mean, I feel like it's just too easy to get in trouble down there. That's probably right. That uh, we saw each other down there. Yeah. That night. Yeah, we we walked around everywhere and then we yeah, was, was like you, everything was closed. Yeah, you would think the city of Miami on New Year's Eve is not closing. Yeah, it's like 3 a.m. and like we were going to this place. And, well, we showed up at the hotel, got you to walk with a couple guys, start walking, see all these people, like, walking back. And we're like, hey, where's everybody going? And, like, everything's closed, dude. Like, you can't even get food right here. We'd already walked, like, ten blocks. Oh. So then we just turned around and walked back. It was like, damn. It's like Miami. I, mean, I, follow, I follow this promoter in Miami. I mean, like, That's he cute. is in a club from, like, 7 o'clock at night to about 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, we had a completely different trip than a lot of people down there. Like, me and my girlfriend and three friends go down, and we're trying to find places. And, like, I have, like, obviously, everybody went down for the game. So, like, my social media is just filled with all these stories. And I'm like, where are these people at? Because that is not where I'm at. <laughs> like, we're at a restaurant that's got, like, a family restaurant, like, 10 people in there getting beer. And, like, that's the only place that we can hang out. We walked to another place. It's like, yeah, it's 150 cover. And then when you get in, you God. can buy a table for 1500 or you can buy a bottle for 400 And we're like, uh, not this place either. But, like, it just continued all night. And like you said, there's, like, people like 7 a.m., like, it's still in the club and stuff. And I was like, they kicked us out at 1245. And it was like, I mean, not even close to that. New Orleans? New Orleans? Yeah. Oh, man. You don't know what you're going to see in that, that sh- on uh, Bourbon Street. Charlotte said, "Your city smells like piss." But I remember, yeah. I remember that when I was there, like we we saw football players the whole time. Oh, like Peyton Mercer and oh, uh, boy, dang it, was he was a, he was a long snapper. Oh, Palmer, 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 dude, he's competing in like yes, no, he's he's ripped. ripped. Yeah, yeah, he's super lean. They uh, told, they, but I remember seeing both of them like every single night down there, just with a whole posse of football dude, guys. We get there and uh, like our first meetings always with the police chief of the area telling us, you know. Go here, don't go here. If you need help, call this number or whatever. They're like, number one rule, just try and fit in when you go downtown or when you go down Bourbon Street. Don't Georgia wear anything. Georgia shoes, Georgia pants, yeah. Georgia shirt. Don't Georgia wear anything hat. crazy. Got it. <laughs> just be a normal person. We're like, okay, bet. We go get our travel bag, and the, the travel suit they gave us was a bright red with red shoes. And we were like, great. 
and there's a video of us walking through the street and just a hundred of just red jackets walking down the street with Georgia logos on it. We're like, <laughs> wonder who those guys are. All right, yeah. speaking of football, we're going to transition from the World Series and all the good stories we just talked about to the combine is going on right now. Nolan Smith. Nolan Smith. A four three nine was well, it? How about this? He he. The unofficial time was four four, and there's four. a video of him slamming his phone because he was pissed, and yeah. then came back and his official time was four three nine. The split was one that five. That is yeah. stupid. After tearing his pec, that is I love three how months ago. In the video of everybody watching it in the locker room, oh, like yeah, before we were, he starts, we were. You hear everybody go. One five split, baby. Four fours, and then it was a one five two split with a four four. It was sick. It just called. Oh it. yeah, it was like right after we got done with our walkthrough, and we go in there. They like we're all like changing or whatever, and over like we have the TVs hooked over hooked to the speakers or whatever. It's like Nolan Smith runs in two, and like and like after two people, and we all just like swarm to our TVs. Forty one inch vert. Yeah. Forty one and a half. Hey, for ten eight broad. He told him so that Nolan said the story was uh he lined up for the for the the vertical and he was telling him he's like I'm, I'm gonna jump 40 inches and the guy was like yeah get out of here he's like no like seriously move the bar up because i'm gonna i'm gonna out jump this thing and he was like and he did sure and he didn't do it so the first time he did it and he out jumped it and the guy was like oh shit okay let's do it again moves I, it up and I apologize mr smith <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's why you were at here yeah like, yeah that's I why i'm I, this guy I, i've always <laughs> known nolan was fast but like i guess i've never seen him like nine? run in a straight line a three nine is a Dog. four three nine is crazy. Also, until you run your own forty, you don't know what forty times are. That yeah. is like yeah. that is especially for his size. Dude, is, they they lined him up against DeAndre Hopkins and Stephon Diggs, and he dusted both of them. He's a whole body length in front of Stephon, and then two yards two in front of in front Hopkins. of Hopkins. He he has the I think he has the fastest ten yard split of any edge rusher in the draft. In the How about explosive. beefy running four five? That was, Beefy's a large human being too. Beefy's like two hundred and sixty pounds. Seventy. That's a lot of weight moving. That's like the other day He's walking through y'all's locker room, um, just throwing it in the door and just walked up there. You walk past like the miles an hour oh, yeah. record boards. Guys are moving at like twenty three. Like, that's nuts. In pads. Ben Cleveland at nineteen. You that's go, the, you go the up most, to Robert. You go up to go ahead. The most impressive thing I've ever seen is Ben Cleveland running a four eight five. At 360 pounds. When Robert Beal is on, Robert Beal is the closest to blocking Aziz as I've, as I've ever blocked. And, like, you go up and talk to him, he's like, Robert Beal, nice to meet you. And it's just, like, 260 just, it's, like, not fun. He's not Those fun to dudes kick are, out either. I was Neither saying is Nolan. how, like, you don't know until you run your own 40. For conditioning a couple of times, we had these timed 40s with Gearheart and – we're all like never, never ran a forty. We always run sixties in baseball and everything. And so like, we're running these forties, and it was like me and Liam, uh, Will. You know how bad of running Will group, is. That's a like, tough group to be we're, in. We're conditioning like we had these these timers, and like you can't mess it up. It was like it's on your hips. So as soon as you hit the sensor, it hits. And I remember we bust out the first one like five one, five two, five flat, and we're like, hey, is that is that good? And he was like, uh, it was about this time last year, it was combine time, and he was like, Jordan Davis just ran a 4.7. And we were like, well, that, okay, so like, is he a freak or is, like, is, 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 this, is this five flat okay or what? And so we were like, that's the first one, dude. We, ended up, we, we were probably around like eight or ten for condition or whatever. I mean, I don't think anybody in that group got under the 4.9 mark. <laughs> that's gold. Oh. Speaking of the combine, though, Bobby's got a list of a few players 
we're going to talk about like where we think they should go, what team they should go to for the best fit. A little debate. Yeah, so we saw a little video on TikTok that we want to try doing, incorporating some of the stuff into some of our shows. So, um, obviously, big boy Darnell Washington, one of a kind. He will he will test himself into the first round. Really? Yes. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna run four, hey, four six five, eight. Nine. That's what he got timed out like recently. Okay, I'm gonna go. Okay, we'll go four six eight. I'm going four six eight. He's gonna jump a thirty three, and he's gonna broad jump a ten two. I got a video of him on a laser running a four five nine. That makes me feel that makes me feel a whole lot better about myself. I'm just gonna, cause How easy? Six eight two seventy five. Playing weight, he's probably six eight two ninety, but like running combine training. Twelve percent body fat. Right now, he's probably 10. Is he unbelievable? Oh, hey, my God. Oh, my God. You look at him, and you're like, why am I playing football? Yeah. I mean, just like a specimen. Stud. He, he will test himself in the first round. And, like, one of the best kids I ever do. Off of just his playing, where is he supposed to go? I'd say Early for, second. I'd say he, if we used him like we should yeah, have, he would go first round. He we would be a top five pick. If, if, if you watch him block, he'll go first round. There's videos th- of Kenny McIntosh blocking him out. Kenny, Kenny's a freak. Sorry. There you go. So we got Darnell. So, Darnell, first round. I think he'll test himself into the first round. I'll say 20 to 25, probably. And he'll go. There's going to be three tight ends off the board in the first round. Dalton Kincaid, who is a pretty good player. Michael Mayer, who's a freak. And then Okay, you Darnell. put Brock Bowers in the draft this year. Where does he go? First overall. And he's there, it's a sophomore. NFL, NFL, scout, NFL, scout, NFL scouts said if he was draft eligible his freshman year, he would have been a top five pick. I mean, like, I, you As look at this kid in street clothes, you're just like, yeah, that's, what that's I was the most say. average that's human ever. That's his hand turkey. Yeah, that is his hand turkey. He drew, that's, that's what he said his favorite thing about fall was, drawing hand turkeys. Keep playing football, buddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, it's a good thing. Just like, that's the most – Humble human being. I've Unbelievable. Ever but you're talking about life. street clothes. Like, that's what, uh, like, I think, like, it was sometime this year, I had a couple friends from back home that are, like, huge dog fans, like, come up, and we saw him somewhere, and they're like, is that Brock Bowers? And I was like, yeah. He's like, that kid? <laughs> yeah, you say that's Brock <laughs> Listen, Bowers, and people are like, no. I played golf. I played golf the other day, and uh, it was these, these three guys, and we get to the end of the round, and they're like, so do you, you play football at Georgia? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, what? You play tight end? I'm like, That's yeah. And they're position. like, are you? Oh, no. Before they even finished, I was like, I'm not Brock. No, I'm not. And they're like, well, damn, we're about to say if we just played golf with Brock Bauer for 17 holes and we just found out. I was like, sorry That's to like bust your, your bubble video, boys. Your video downtown where the girl's like, you play football? And you're like, yep. And she's like, can I Google you? Yep. Brock, Brock Bauer. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> they, uh, we were at a and basketball just, oh, game. Let it roll. Dude, just there. Darnell, oh, my gosh. So we were at a volleyball game, not a basketball game. And it was me, Mims, and Darnell. And uh, we're walking out after the game. There's probably a couple hundred people in the lobby. And Darnell goes, hey, this is Brock Bowers right here. And a swarm just came up right to me. Can we get a picture? Can we get a picture? And I was just like, speaking of Darnell. Sure. Speaking of Darnell. I, like, I took like 12 pictures of people thinking I was Brock Bowers. Speaking of Darnell in basketball, that kid could play in the NBA. Have you ever seen him play basketball? Yeah. He should have played here. Freak. Oh, electric story. Listen to this. So we get courtside after the game, and we go back to where the players That's were. Dope. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <And> courtside? 
Yeah. Oh, this guy. You, you play for the Marlins? Uh, big we'll big see. guy. Big time. We'll see. <laughs> Jack Gowan, not Jack Gowan. Um, but we get behind like where the players come out at. We meet one of the players and this guy comes up and he's like, Yo, yo, y'all play for the he's dogs? Like he's like on his phone and he's next to me. Walking the entire way down. So he, he follows us all the way down. And we're like, dude, what is this guy doing? Like, it was kind of creepy. He definitely had some some beverages, and uh, he starts like going around asking each of us what we play. And so all of us were introducing ourselves. He was, like, guessing it too. Yeah. He was good. Tight end. Yeah. Tackle. Yeah. And he looked at him and he goes, "Who are you?" I'm like, Patrick. I'm kicker. And I'm Patrick. Like, oh, my dog. Yeah, I'm a kicker. Go. My guy. And we were like, yeah. It was awesome. But uh, yeah. So, anyways, back to Darnell. First round, he'll test himself. Top 23 pick, probably. I think he tests himself in the first round just because he's just a – I think based off his potential, he could. All right. Next, we got to kind of roll through these because we're kind of – we're pushed – not pushed for time, but we have – this has been a long episode, boys. Stetson Bennett, go. 903. Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett, go. Should or will? He'd be a good fit for the Ravens. Munkin. Ravens maybe, probably not, but probably a day early day three guy from the reports. Day three. Probably going I mean, dude. The See the thing with Stetson is he could drop anywhere in this draft. Outside of the first round, he could drop anywhere. I agree. A team could really like him. A yeah, team, so could, like a team him. could love him. Yeah. I'm saying it like, just takes could, one guy to like you. That's he it. could go no, somewhere, yeah, and ball out, and he could also go somewhere and be a phenomenal backup. Yeah, so that's the best job in the NFL. So, uh, yeah, best job in the world. honestly, anywhere. South Georgia. Are we get we get money in Jackson. Yeah. South Georgia in there. I'm not. I'm not really too familiar with exactly the days and how long they. Three days. Six round rounds. One. Two and three, and then four, five, six, seven. Okay. So, I mean, I'd agree I, with the three. Yeah, I like it how that was. Like, I think he'll sneak in the first. It could be a late deal, like where somebody's just got to give him a chance. But then again, like I think there's also like between 32 people, somebody's going to really love him. Gotcha. All right, we'll stick with the quarterbacks here. We'll do the last two here. Uh, I'll just tell you the last two. You'll, you can kind of place them wherever because I want to see where you guys have them. Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. First. Which oh, one? I'm going. I'm going. CJ Stroud. Oh, I'm talking just talking first round. I think CJ Stroud goes first. CJ Stroud's a dog. Yeah, I know his game against us. It's unbelievable. Okay, dog. but Bryce Young too. Bryce yeah. Young's a just a playmaker. Like that's, there's literally nothing else you can say about it. Guy just makes plays. Calling. I'm calling this move in the draft. Bears are going to trade back to like pick seven, get Jalen for a couple less million, and uh, CJ's going first pick. Do you think he's going first? Over Bryce. Uh, I'm a Bryce Young guy. I mean, like, it's a, it's a kind of a thing, like, same thing in, in baseball. Like, you see all these guys that haven't had the best years, and, like, after they pop out. Like, you have that one Just year. one year, dude. And then you could have five bad ones. But, like, I'm in the pros, at least. It's like, because you did it that one time, that's the best thing for scouts is they're like – uh, I know he's had. I know he's had four bad seasons, like, but do you remember that one? The thing he hasn't had a. Bad no, he has like, but he's had that good. I, one. I've never seen somebody make plays like he does. Like just, like, what do they say? Quarterbacks making what off script or whatever it's called. 
Hmm? What am I trying to think of? Make plays. Uh, oh, uh, off script. Yeah, like just like um, just. I know what you mean. Oh. They just make shit happen. Like extending yeah. plays. Yeah, extending plays. Like he gets a pressure. Like when nothing opens up and there's not he a play there, something. and then you find a way. Like to I always hear quarterbacks say, like, "Oh, we can make the first one miss." Like I've never seen it more true than him. Like yeah. if you let one man, like their offense line doesn't touch one person, he will make the miss. So you think Bryce goes before CJ? No, just off his height. I think his height will hold him back. What is he? Six foot. Maybe. That's what he measured at. Which I think helped. I don't even even know how, like, valid that kind of excuse is because it's like they still have him in the top ten. Like, he's still going to go top top ten picks. It's like they're not worried too much about his height. So, it's like – that's how I feel at least. I I think CJ almost, from what he's done this – Past You're from 32 on a signing bonus. Kind of just deserve it. I guess he did. Yeah, so. Um, it's crazy how, how quick the signing bonuses do drop off. So like, so you go from like 34 on the first pick to like six on the last pick. Yeah, See, so, like you yeah. said, like you don't think how height's a valid reason. I hate it because like, yeah, he's short, but he can play ball. Yeah. Like at the end of yeah. the day, like the kid's a baller. Still been I don't quarter. care how tall he is. One, See, one last thing. Anthony Richardson, what do we – Potential-wise? I think he's the best quarterback in the draft. Potential-wise, not right now. The dude has an absolute cannon. He does. And he can he's run. He's so raw. Potential-wise, he's the best. One of the rawest. I think he's reckless. If we are talking about where they could end up, he is the best quarterback in the draft. Okay, okay. He, okay, let's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to phrase this in a different way in my Golly. perspective. He's got That's the, pretty good. He's got the most projectability, but he's got the longest way to go. Hundred percent, but 100%. I mean, he, he'll be in the it's first round. I think projectability. Just no based way. based off of that, I think he will be. I one hundred percent think, buddy. I think he is. Anthony Richardson is like the Malik Willis of last year's draft, and like the Zach Wilson of the prior year's draft. Just like he ball. is the guy who everyone drools about, and then he gets to the league and is irrelevant. Right. What do you think? Yeah, that Zach Wilson stat from last year is nuts. I kind of agree with Bobby there. Like 0 for 11 on passes or something, and cool. then he said something about his defense. Oh, yeah, that was insane. <laughs> like he, slay, saying, he slays, though. Will he ever reach his potential? In the bag, really. Maybe not. But if we're looking at potential and what they could be, by far the best quarterback in the draft. That's crazy. Not right now, though. He's not. I think he has a skill set, but I just don't think he has, like, almost. See him get moved tight end. If he doesn't reach it. If he doesn't come close to it, he'll play tight end in the NFL. He's six six. What? Two forty? Yeah, he's a he's a big yeah. dude. What do the sign of bonuses go? Well, like you were saying, what's the what's the drop off? Uh it goes from probably thirty low thirties first pick to ten, eight to ten That's on the thirty second. And then yeah, Trayvon, the second Trayvon shot signed a thirty three million dollar sign of sign bonus. And like Quay Walker who went Vontae to third was like six point something. Vontae signed eleven. Okay, so you know what's crazy about that? Like, I didn't realize, like, how it was. Vontae said he signed that paper and left with $11 million in his bank account. Yeah, they Like, I didn't realize right how away. fast it was. Yeah. He said he looked at his phone when he left and had $11 million in his bank account. Football. Real talk, rank talk. We're ranking our the draft from one, two, and three. So, uh, we can all go in order. I'll go one, two, three. You go one, two, three. You go one, two, three. We can pick the same people. That's okay. I'm going uh, – Bears trade with somebody. C.J. Stroud goes first. Bryce Young goes second. And then I'm going to go Will Anderson third. 
So CJ, Bryce, Will Anderson. Mm. You think? Uh, never mind. I know why you're. Yeah. Never mind. I will say this: the best player in the draft is not going to get picked first. But never gives it away. It's. I like, and it's because of shit that that yeah, happens. Yeah. 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 I like Bryce Young. I feel like I don't know, like I don't know CJ Stroud or follow it as much, just because like, we only, you know, yeah. just different teams. Um, I asked what Will Anderson's last name was before that because of all the stuff. I mean, it's hard not to follow him. And then, I mean, hell, if CJ Stroud's as good as you guys are saying, I'll take y'all's word on it. Okay, you're going Bryce, Will, CJ. Yeah. I'm going. I'm gonna go CJ. Bryce. a boy. I'm going to say screw it. I'm going to go Jalen Carter. I too. love it. I like it. If we're going off who should be? Unanimous, the first pick overall is Jalen Carter. Yeah, I think that's pretty, but it won't pretty much. If Darno runs at 4-5, or five, then yeah. <laughs> he, but it won't happen because of, because of stupid stuff. I don't but, want to get started on that. Yeah, it's me tough. Off. Um... Uh, I could do something. Should I do something for the content? Do it. CJ Stroud. Yep. Anthony Richardson. <laughs> for the content, just to get people, get a rise out of people. Like he, like his rise. He must fell out of his seat. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's gonna get people fired up and call me a yeah. dumbass. Who's third? Who's third? Um, third. I'm gonna go Will Anderson. I like think. it. Who's the first tackle off the board? Peter Skrinski. Peter Skrinski. Really? Where's he at? Northwestern. North Dakota. Or Northwestern, yeah, second guy. Freak. Yeah, Northwestern? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was on the same team as him at the All-American game. <laughs> we just saw him there. We're like, holy shit, this kid's good. <laughs> Here's something. How's, how's the talent, like, level dropped from, like, SEC schools to like Northwestern because, like you know, in baseball, like anybody can have a guy that's throwing ninety-five. Yeah. It's not. So See, that's, it's, that's, that's, what, that's the thing. It's not. It's not necessarily the speed of the game. It's the physicality. Of like the game. Pitt has the second. Like Pitt, Pitt University has the second best defense tackle in the draft. And like you would never think that. You think like, you just like, but those guys like develop while they're there into that, or like you just yeah. get missed, or it's they want to go to school there. Like it's. Uh, I don't know. I every like team, every days, team's though. got like Kent State yeah. had a nose man who was a freak, like yeah. good. And I like you don't expect it, but like every team's got somebody that's it's depth and physicality. Right, but here's the thing: like you guys go and you take last year's team and go play Georgia Southern ten times. We beat them every single time. You beat them ten times. We go play Georgia Southern ten times. Yeah, well, I mean we're. We're at, at the University of Georgia. You take our, our you take our average year team. Um, I mean, we're going to be better in every position, pretty much. But we go play Georgia Southern or Kennesaw ten times, and I mean, we might win six, seven. But I feel like, it's and that's going to be pretty good. Yeah. Like, that's I feel like it's a completely different conversation with baseball. I that's agree. what I'm saying. Anybody in base, in my opinion, in baseball, anybody can be anybody on any given day. Football, it's it's. I mean, it's like they just you can't, have your bad. They can't match still. up with just, us physicality yeah. wise. Like it, like our bad game. This past year, Kent State, Kent State, we played bad. Missouri, Missouri. Off, out the gate, maybe. Oh my God! But still, was, you got physical game. Was, to, like it wasn't like it hell. Was yeah, a lack of. They just almost beat you. Hell was. 
That game was insane. Hell. I bet it was. Dude, it's the loudest crowd I've ever quiet. heard in my entire no, It was the loudest crowd I've ever heard in my entire life. Other than the Georgia Tennessee game. Other than our game, game. I mean, I'm talking like that place. And that stadium maybe sees 40,000. Rocking. I think it was the Notre Dame game mm. at, in Athens. With, with the, the lights. With the, the flyover oh. and everything. I was at that game. We, that game we broke the decimal record. It was like the. It was like compared to two twin jet turbos. And we broke at like ten feet. Or we something. broke that one, the Tennessee game. See, but I was in the student section for that Notre Dame game. Yeah, yeah, and I makes was sitting in regular seats for the other one. It just it's different, like in the end zone, but also because the flyover came right over. Yeah, us. it's like, and you don't even know it if like we were talking. You know, how the student section is. It's just like <laughs> the whole place rumbled. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. I remember Coach Searles was trying to have a conversation with us on the sideline, like trying to make adjustments because we were in four minutes just trying to run the ball, run the clock out. He's over there having to like write sentences on the whiteboard and like show it to us because we just can't hear what he's yeah. saying. Like it, there's just no shot. Like, it was a favorite game to end it on. Our favorite moment, obviously, has got to be Natty, but like what if the game sticks out? That game didn't yeah. feel like we won a Natty. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, I agree. agree. But My coolest, the, the running coolest out of place, the like, – yeah. Something like that. My 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 most memorable story of running out of a tunnel or listening to a stadium will be the Georgia Tech game, last home game, senior day. Because, dude, we, we ran out. So, we did our senior thing, and there were guys getting emotional that I've never seen get emotional, so that was hard. And then we go back in the locker room, um, and we run out, and most of the seniors were in the front. And we get down there, and I was, like, just taking it all in. And then everybody goes down, takes a knee, um, send some prayers up and then I get up and me and Kenny Mack always, I always like stand at the end and like dap everybody up before they walk to the sideline and then Kenny's always the last one. And we always dap each other up and say something to each other. And uh, he got within like 10 feet of me, looked up and was just bawling crying. Yeah. And I lost it. Like me and him just hugged each other for like two minutes, just bawling crying. And then I was a wreck until after mm-hmm. kickoff, but that was, that was my most memorable one. Kept the helmet on, huh? I did. I, yeah, I went down and sat on the bench. I had like people kind of trying to come up and like hug me and stuff, and I was like, "Just stop! Like, just let me just, just give me a minute." Yeah, <laughs> but that was my most memorable. First, uh, well, I guess next to Missouri, but we were losing after the first quarter. And that one that was only. We were losing until the fourth quarter. They were taking oh, shots. Tech, tech, tech. I was talking, talking about Missouri. Mm-hmm. Like Missouri, we were losing in the fourth quarter. Yeah, but that's my favorite because that's that was just kind of that was a cool send off. Yeah, mine, probably the Ohio State game after we scored a, the first play. We ran a screen. And I probably should have got called for holding. But I get a hold of their safety, pull them back into me, and just pile drive them. And I just remember that place just going insane. And I, like, stood up just started looking around, just threw my hands up. Yeah. That, was, that was probably why. As a fan, I got the Notre Dame game was sweet. Uh, I went to the national championship in 18 and actually snuck our way into, I think it's called Molly B's. It's like the bar restaurant in the end zone. Yeah. So me and my principal go. We had already like we got the thousand dollar tickets. Your principal. Yeah. He signed me out of school at like twelve. That's awesome. And he's like, "Where you, where's your stuff?" And I was like, "What are you talking about?" They just called me over intercom. Like, go get your stuff. We're going to Atlanta. It's five hours away. This game starts at six. So I mean, we're booking it. So we're running in. <laughs> like we finally get up there like in nosebleeds. We sit in our own seats for like, a, I don't know, half of a quarter. And then we get out, like we get out, walk around, like go in some boxes, like just kind of blend in. People start looking, like we get out, go to another box. Went and sat at the 50, 
like 10 rows up until somebody came and got us sneak away our way into the restaurant bar type thing like right in the end zone right when we got the sack it's like third and what 18 mm -hmm. and we're all celebrating like people are doing beer showers yeah. and we're like shaking like random strangers and like you look up and the ball's coming at us and we were like touchdown confetti falls like i mean we're right off our sack celebration so it sucked but that game was sweet that was a cool game mm. but uh the close is out for the evening i'm gonna go a uh our freshman year when we played in jordan hair at auburn and dom caught mm. the hell mary i was in the student section in auburn in that game across the middle he the dove right in the end zone we were sitting in that was awesome that was really that was cool watching him play in that year. That's that actually cool. my favorite experience as a fan. I'm in their student section. Y'all's Georgia's sideline is to their student section, and Coach Pittman. I'm sitting like 15 rows up from where the offense line is painting. I'm already committed at this point. I'm wearing like a bright red shirt with a G <laughs> on it, like getting dog cussed the whole game by all their fans. I like. I'm like see Coach Pittman. I'm like, he just he looks up. He's like. <laughs> That's, sweet. That's awesome. That's awesome. That place rocks. All right, boys. Appreciate y'all being on. Yeah, awesome.